Camp, Camp Radio. Camp Radio. Camp Radio. Camp Radio. Welcome Radio. to Camp Radio, Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Camp Radio, discussing trends and issues that will encourage ministries and churches in their efforts to impact people for Christ. To learn more about TN Baptist Camps, visit us at tnbaptistcamps.org. Now, today's Camp Radio. Thank you for joining us on Camp Radio today. My name is Kevin Perrichon. I'll be your host. We are continuing our series on pastoral health with us today, uh, Joe Sara. Uh, he's from the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board with over 37 years of pastoral ministry uh, uh, behind him. And he's here to be able to share with us a little bit about uh, uh, just the, the certain elements about uh, encouraging pastors to be uh, healthy in their ministry. Today, what we want to talk about is is really about mentoring, mentoring, which is a, a really a, a, a element within the pastorate that is not always utilized. Kevin, I was very fortunate. I grew up in a pastor's home and not all of us grew up in pastor's homes. But for, for those of us that grew up in a pastor's home, then we saw it before us and we watched it. And uh, a lot of the things that we just know sort of intuitively uh, are things that we know because we grew up seeing it. But for guys who didn't grow up seeing it, uh, no, I know that there's got to be a, a million times where they're asking questions about how do I do this or how do I do that. And even if you grew up seeing it, sometimes you needed other people to pour into your lives. For me, I, early years of my uh, early years of my ministry, I was a staff person doing things like a minister of youth, minister of education, minister of activities, those kind of ministries. Mm-hmm. And I had the privilege of working with great pastors, great pastors that poured themselves into me. And, uh, and we would meet, we'd have those weekly meetings, we'd, we would spend time together, we would go to lunch, we would talk ministry, and I would ask questions, I would watch them. Guys like Donnie Stewart at First Baptist Church of Holly, Holly Springs, Mississippi, just poured his life into me. And even though I'd watched my dad, I needed to, I needed to see some different models. I needed to see uh, more of that uh, county seat pastor, wanted to see a pastor doing it in a different way. And I watched Donnie Stewart, and Donnie was a, just a shining example of what that meant. And then when I went, uh, went back to seminary to work on a, uh, on a second degree, I uh, served on staff with Dino Sinesi, uh, who is now uh, who now is uh, works with North American Mission Board getting coaches for all of the church planters. He oversees that whole network. And Dino was a great mentor to me as we would talk about ministry and he'd pour himself into me. And uh, guys like Frank Samuels, who was a uh, my wife's pastor back in her home church, those guys to to learn from those guys. So I've benefited from mentoring from guys that uh, that were older than me, that I looked up to, guys that I that I intentionally tried to go into those relationships, uh, and I think every pastor, if they would be wise, they would seek to go into that kind of a relationship, mm-hmm. seek to find somebody to come alongside and say, "Hey, I want to talk about ministry. I want to talk when there's questions." And you go into that relationship, whether it's a formal relationship or not, but where I go into that relationship seeking wisdom. You know, we can go to seminary, we can go to we can go to Bible colleges, we can go to all those kind of things, and they can teach you just so much. <laughs> but once you get out, you realize they didn't teach me that in seminary. They didn't teach me how to handle that. Yeah. And that's where I need a mentor. That's where I need a pastor. That's where I need somebody that to 
to, to teach me and woe be to me that if I'm so proud and so arrogant mm. that I can't learn from somebody. Mm. And yeah. so for me, I think it's really important that, that I have somebody that I'm listening to, somebody that I'm asking questions and somebody that's helping me. Now you have a, a, a different model of mentoring, don't you? I really do. And I think part of that uh, was shaped a lot by Dino because Dino Sinesi, and he's written a book on that. You can get his book, but uh, Dino uh, really, uh, it comes more from a coaching uh, model where mm-hmm. coach uh, coaching model really where you're, you ask more of questions and asking the right kind of questions and I, I found out that even from some of the older pastors that I would meet with, uh, they would use that model. They didn't know they were using that model, maybe, mm-hmm. but that's what they would do. They would ask, well, what, are you, what have you tried? What do you think? What do you think would work? Or what are some different ways that you might try it? What do you think would happen if you tried this? Mm-hmm. And it's a way of, uh, of, of trying to help. Tennessee Baptist Mission Board used to offer some training on coaching, and I took some of that training to try to help me as a mentor, as I as, as I saw guys and as guys were seeking out and asking me to mentor them, I wanted I wanted that kind of a model because I needed I needed some more of a formal help as far as how do you do this, and so I read I read uh, some different books on it uh, on on coaching and uh, that that to me is a model that I try. In, in uh, mentoring, you know, there's different ways, different avenues in which someone is mentored. Uh, and I think you and me had to, just talked about that, is that you become mentored by maybe someone who writes books or sermons or podcasts that you listen to that you, you just gain some wealth from. And then you have those who are really uh, just unintentional uh, mentors, that uh, people that you come in contact with a short period of time. It might be, it may be just a couple hours. It may be just a weekend, or it may be uh, just ever so often that you come and talk to them. But they seem to give you these tidbits of wisdom and knowledge in the ministry. And then you have <clears throat> that person that, that you uh, have a time that you set aside uh, that you uh, you you are mentored by, uh, and and they pour themselves into you. So, uh, what do you do if you're a pastor, and uh, you're you have this uh, uh, burden to be able to mentor somebody? Pour yourself into one person. I know as a pastor, you're every Sunday, uh, every Wednesday night, you're teaching, you're teaching, you're trying to pour yourself in the congregation, but to be able to have that one person that is really wants to learn and really wants to hear what you have to say, how do you find that person? Well, you look for somebody that's got uh, got a heart for the Lord. You look for somebody that has potential. Look, and it, really, you pray, you pray your way through it. Lord, uh, who out there? Uh, do I need to be pouring myself into who's out there that 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 maybe God you're calling to vocational ministry or missions, uh, and you try to seek those folks out? For me, uh, you know, as a pastor, uh, and I was privileged enough to to have some staff guys, and so that's sort of some of the places that I started. I started that with some of the guys that served on staff with me, and and we would, you know, it, it would be. Uh, less formal. We would go to lunch. We would talk about ministry, and I would do. <laughs> I would ask those kind of questions. I would ask, you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Or how's it going? And we would just talk. We would spend time together talking. And so that's what I tried to do with my staff guys and guys that are now currently out there that's serving. I got a guy serving up in uh, Maryland as a pastor, Adam Polk, and and Mark Newman who's up at Calvary Elizabethan, and spending time with those guys. I find. 
just that I found folks like that. And a young lady in our church, uh, Beth Moore, who now actually even works for us at Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Beth uh, was the first person I baptized at Calvary Baptist Church when I went there years and years ago. Uh, but uh, trying to spend time with Beth. Now, that was a little different. I wouldn't go eat lunch and things like that with her, you know, but, you know, not so much that. But she would often come by the office and we would sit and talk about ministry, talking about the call of God and talking about all those different things about what it would look like for her to be a missionary on the field and, and subjects like that. So spending time with folks like that. But for me, there were also times that people would come to me. And they would say, I would like to I would like to have uh, you pour into my life. I'd like mm-hmm. to learn from you. I'd say, you know, they put it that way. And uh, and so what I, what I wanted to try to do is I would go into a, a formal relationship. I even had even a, a little bit of a coaching contract that I would fill out with them. Mm-hmm. And we would come to an agreement on this is what this is going to look like. And so I would try to build some margin in my life to, to so I'd have some time for that. Because if I'm not careful, I wouldn't have time for it. Mm-hmm. But it's got to become priority to me. And it was priority. And it's got to be a kingdom mindset. As I looked out there to see that there, to see that there's going to be some guys that, that are in other churches, that may be on other people's staffs, that they want to come and they want to learn. They want that time that may never serve on my staff. But it's more about the kingdom of God than it is about old Joe's kingdom for sure. Right. And so I would try to find some margin. I would find and we would... Uh, we would outline a schedule and we would put it on the calendar of these mm-hmm. dates. And we would keep that unless unless uh, there were things that just you couldn't dodge. But even then, we would try to mo- immediate, uh, immediately move it so that we could be meeting. And uh, I did that with guys, not only uh, other ministers, I also did it with men in my church mm-hmm. uh, to move into, uh, to, I just put the word out to say, I've, uh, I've received some cha- training and coaching. And if you're interested in, coming into a relationship where we work on issues you want to work on, mm-hmm. whatever it is, that's their issues, not my issues. I'm not going to tell them what they need to work on, mm-hmm. but they would come to me. And I'd had guys that uh, they wanted to work on their marriage, wanted to work on vocationally where they're going, uh, wanted to work on even their personal spiritual growth. But uh, those kind of guys would come and we would work on those matters. We would uh, meet together uh, each month and we would have an agreement about what we're going to work on this uh, during these times, and uh, and they would be given assignments and uh, just that whole coaching thing, and I found it to be extremely profitable. Mm-hmm. And so I would really, I uh, would really encourage you, young guy, if you're out there and you and you you didn't grow up around ministry, perhaps you're, or maybe you're at a place where you don't know exactly where do I go from here, what do I do. I would so encourage you to find out to find a trusted. Uh, minister that you really that you look to and you say I, I really respect that guy I like how he does his ministry I want to find out how he ticks now here uh, what what makes him tick and here's the deal ministers that are busy uh, you think well they're too busy for me or they don't have time for me or they don't want to spend any time they don't they want to spend that time with me that's 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 not true what it, what the truth is is ministers that so love the Lord and love what God's called them to do. Those guys love to take some time to invest in the next generation because they know that's what happened for them. People did that for them. And so they want it. They want to pay it forward. They want to give it to that next generation. So you find that guy and enter into that relationship. Call him up. Take him to lunch. Hey, and when you do, pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, take him to lunch and tell him what you're wanting. Mm-hmm. And uh, and more than likely, you're going to find somebody that's going to be that's going to be honored, first of all. 
and uh, but they will be glad to take you uh, take you up on that. Yeah. Now, if you enter into that relationship, Kevin, uh, what I would say to you is you got to be serious about it, mm. and you got to you got to go prepared, and you got to go all engaged. Mm. And you know, when you talk about things that you're you're wanting to learn from that mentoring, apply it, right. and then go ready to talk about those things. And if you've and if you've made that a priority, then make it a priority on your schedule. Obviously, if something comes up and you must you must cancel, that's that happens. But it can't just be some flippant uh, engagement that oh, it's you know if we have it or if we don't have it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. No, it's got to be priority, right? Uh, because ministry guys are busy and they're going to keep that appointment if it's important to you. But when they when you've demonstrated it's not important then they'll move on to somebody else. Right. I think that we, if we're listening to this, we're probably thinking, okay, so I'm not new in the ministry. I, yeah. I've been in the ministry for a while, but I still are struggle. I'm still lost here. Uh, you know, and he may be, may be a, a little older pastor and think, you know, I, I wish I had this someone to mentor me now. Mm. And, and age doesn't uh, draw a line. There's not, no. you're not too old to be mentored and you could be yeah. mentored by somebody younger. You could be. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. And ultimately with mentoring, especially in a coaching kind of, uh, uh, if, if you look at it from a coaching perspective, uh, if that's your model, it really doesn't matter, though, that age kind of thing. Uh, it's somebody that can help you think through things. Somebody can help break it down for you. Uh, maybe just asking you a question and that, that stirs you to think in a way that you've not thought about it before. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, absolutely. Uh, I uh, think about, you know, often we think about mentor-protege uh, relationship, the young guy with an older mentor. But yes, absolutely. If you're in a place or your ministry and you just feel stuck, or you feel like, man, I just need somebody to talk to about what I'm going through. And, and, and a lot of us, we just need somebody to talk to. We just need to process it and talk our way through it. And believe it or not, before it's over, sometimes the the guy you're meeting with hadn't even said anything of any substance at all to you. Right. But then before it's over, you feel like, okay, that's it. Yeah. And you you found it. Right. But you just needed somebody to talk with you about it. And uh, and I really would encourage you. We've talked about it in the earlier podcast. We talked about uh, it doesn't need to be your wife. Uh, you know, she don't need to be your coach. Uh, she right. needs to be your wife. Right. But find somebody that uh, that will spend the time with you and talk those things out. Well, Joe, thank you for uh, joining us during this time. Uh, this has been a great series on pastoral health, and hopefully we'll continue a few more. Uh, if you have any questions for Joe or what we do at TM Baptist Camps, please uh, send us an email at uh, ccinfo at tmbaptistcamps.org. Also, if you are listening to this by uh, iTunes or Google Play, please leave a comment or subscribe. We would love for you to be a, continue to be a part of that and hear all of our series. We actually have other series, uh, podcasts. If you'll uh, go back and listen to it, we have uh, uh, Camp Radio United and Camp Radio Light. And uh, both of those are more of a large group discussion about uh, just ministry in general, uh, just the uh, current uh, issues that are going on. And I encourage you to go back and listen to those as well. One of uh, a great podcast that you might be interested in is listening to the Reach Tour uh, Radio, which is through the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. It's just a, maybe a podcast, short podcast, to help encourage you to be able to, to reach people and uh, share Christ with them. Also, if you would like to hear more about uh, training and conferences for pastors and ministers, 
across the state of Tennessee, please go to the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board uh, website, and there's a calendar there of events uh, that will tell you where these those events are and how to register. Many of those at Carson Springs or Linden Valley, and we'd love for you to be a part of that. Uh, our purpose is to be able to uh, just build it, it, help provide resources and to, to help encourage you and your pastor. Uh, also, just thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. And uh, I hope that uh, you'll tune in next time. Until then, I hope that you look for opportunities to build show Christ with someone you know. Thanks for listening to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded from tnbaptistcamps.org. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org.